Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. You can live a long, healthy life if you're HIV positive. With the current treatments, we can get patients down to being undetectable. The array of options is so much greater today. U equals U. Undetectable equals untransmittable. If someone who's HIV positive, they're taking their medication, they're undetectable, they're not able to pass HIV to their partners. Do it for you, Montgomery County. Your HIV treatment is their prevention. Get more information at doitforumc.org. Hey, everyone. Scott Hansen here from NFL Red Zone. I hope you're checking out one hour of commercial-free five-yard rush, one of the best podcasts on NFL football in the U.K. Phones to silent, doors to cross-check, hold on to your hats. This is Five Yard Rush, your fantasy football podcast, with your hosts, Stocks, Sparky, Murph, and Nick. Yes, Rust Nation, we're back. Oh man, I love this gig, it is so, so good. Murph and I are in the studio, we do have a guest, but before I get to the guest, introductions. Murph, how are you? I'm really good, mate, how are you? Yeah, I'm good, I'm good. I love how every time I ask you, you're just like, oh yeah, I'm really good, just because Tuesday is the best day of the week. That's exactly it. We've got a guest, and his story and what he's doing is just downright crazy and amazing. So let me introduce him. His name's Jacob Barner, and he's going to attempt a world record and go to every NFL stadium in the US in 84 days. Jacob, welcome to Five Yard Rush. How are you doing, and what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm really good, thank you. Yeah, no, thank you for having me on. Yeah, can't wait to... Uh... To crack on with the trip. Yeah, like you say, every stadium, 84 days, 32 games. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> so how'd you come up with the idea? Yeah, well, so there were some stadiums that I'd always wanted to go to. So like Arrowhead, Lambeau, and then we've got the newer ones, like the Atlanta Falcons new stadium, the new Viking stadium. And what I started to realise was my list was getting quite long. And I thought, I could just do like one a year or two a year on like little trips here and there. But I was like, I'm going to end up 
before you know it, I'll have done half. And then I thought, oh, if I do half, I'll end up wanting to do them all. And that'll take me, what, like 20, 25 years. So part of me was just like, should I just try and do them all? And I thought, yeah, let's have a look into this. And I thought, someone must have done this before. I can't be the first person to go, yeah, let's do them all. So I did some Googling and saw a couple of different stories of people doing them and then came across this one story of a girl that in 2015, I believe, did it and set a world record. And she did it in 86 days and 10 hours. And as soon as I saw that, I thought, like, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give this a go. I thought it instantly kind of makes it a bit cooler and doing it quicker as much as it's almost certainly going to be stressful and can already be stressful just planning it it's probably makes it cheaper like the biggest cost for me right now is 84 days worth of accommodation so doing it quicker rather than doing it over like a whole season just makes it cheaper and a little bit easier in terms of cost so i figured yeah why not my wife would kill me if i turned up one day for home come home from work and said (laughs) We, we're, I'm going to the Amer- uh, States for 84 days. Uh, you're coming with me. We're taking the little bear. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no chance. So, he, so here's what's mental. Is, I don't know if I've ever told you the story. I, um, when I was 18, I drove around the US for several months in a car with, ah, cool. with some friends. So we, we, we thought we'd go to as many states as we could, and we got to uh, you know, just over 40 five states close to four wow. states we got to we missed a few uh alaska um <laughs> alaska uh, alaska was impossible to get to <laughs> the money issues we stayed too long in some places we had to get back and stuff and um it was really cool um i didn't think on the tour i also it was summer so there wasn't any nfl on but didn't think to do uh, yeah. like that and actually if i had my time again living in america i'd probably do a driving tour and go to all the stadiums. Um, it's actually a guy I met in um, at the draft event that we went to in April that has been to all the grounds. He did it in one season and he wrote a book about it. Oh, okay. So we're going to get him on at some point later down the line because he lives not too far from me either. Um, really? He lives in Leatherhead. No way. Yeah, which I thought was random. I was chatting to him and yeah, he, he wrote a book on it. So he's going to send me a copy of the book. I'll read it and then we'll catch up with him. But 84 days is cooler than a season. So. <laughs> I've told him that you're doing this. He thinks you're mad. Uh, <laughs> it's a bit. He's probably out. right. <laughs> but I think it's incredible. I mean, how did you how did you get to be a fan of the NFL and, and sort of what led you to uh, you know get into the sport and get so heavily involved? You wanted to do something like this. Um, well, I think the first game I watched was 2010. I think I want to say, and I remember like I had I got one random copy of Madden. And I used to play it and not have a clue what was going on. I think she used to press Hail Mary every time because it looked the coolest. <laughs> and then one day I was like, oh, I'm going to actually sit down and, and, and watch a game. I think I just picked a random a random game. And I think for that season, I watched a lot of first quarters and fell asleep pretty much always in the first quarter. But I started to get into it a bit more and more. And then I think the season after, I watched a lot of first halves and kind of lasted a little bit longer into it. And then... Come 2012, I think it was, I decided I was like, I'm going to give this a go. Actually, wanted to start playing. So I knew I was going to Birmingham University, which I knew had a really good team. So I was like, I, I think I want to start playing before I get there so that I don't just turn up at this really good team and kind of have no chance. Mm-hmm. So I looked for a junior team. Uh, my local closest junior team was a team called Lee's Bobcats. So I played with them for a year, then went to off to uni um 
had to have a hip operation annoyingly after my junior season. So I missed my first two years of playing, ironically, trying to get experience so I would play, ended up meaning I missed two years playing. But then luckily came back for the last two years and was fortunate enough to win a national championship whilst there. And then since leaving Birmingham, I decided to go coach at Leeds Beckett and decided I was done playing, but then uh, reluctantly, in air quotes, got a... Got sucked back into playing one more season We're at the Yorkshire Rams, which is just now up the road from me, and played there for a, for a season and now definitely have finished in, injury-wise, but still massive fan of the sport, watching and analysing and, and coaching and all things like that. Sweet. What position did you play? I played inside linebacker. Nice. Skill position. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> you can't you can't hide at that position can you that's the thing is well you can't hide at any position but at that one you've got to no be- i yeah the thing i enjoyed about playing inside linebacker was you were involved on almost every play so it wasn't like playing somewhere like receiver where you know if you touch the ball five six times you've had a really really good game whereas at linebacker you were involved at in everything you got to do a bit of everything so you get to blitz you get to pass cover you'd get to stuff the run and because I spent two years off injured I basically spent two years going to training three times a week to go watch so I put so much time into kind of the mental side of watching the game that I wanted to play kind of a position where that would then play to my strengths so I hadn't spent kind of two years watching to you know to waste what I'd kind of put in. So who's your NFL team? I'm a 49ers fan, so had some good and some bad, <laughs> and now feeling optimistic about the next year. But I said this the other day, and then I thought, you know what? I feel like pretty much every team's uh, fans are feeling optimistic. There must be, a, a, with the with the exception of maybe three or four teams, like the Giants or the Dolphins, everyone's probably feeling fairly optimistic. Yeah, I'm just thinking if there's anyone outside of that remit. Well, you said three or four teams and named two, Jacob. So who's the other two? <laughs> hmm. Yeah, very good question. You might not agree with me, Stark. So You're going to say the Broncos. I'm going to put the Broncos. Somebody else on a podcast I listened to yesterday said the Broncos are in the bottom five teams in the league. and I was Wow. Yeah, I mean, I think it's hard to get too excited about... I mean, I like... I don't mind Joe Flacco, but I don't look at it and think he's going to get them to the playoffs or going to do particularly well. I feel like he's there as a bridge until they're happy enough with Drew Locke, which I don't think that's what he went for. I feel like he left Baltimore because he didn't want that rookie breathing down his neck, but I feel like that's what he's ended up back in. But yeah, I suppose they've got some good skill position players. They've got a good running back group, that's for sure. So yeah, it'd be interesting, but yeah, I'm not too excited about them. Well, hopefully Fangio can turn our our defence into a... A legit... I do love Fangio as a Niners fan. He was the best coach I've I've seen us have on, as a DC. So yeah. if if there's one person to get you excited about that team, it's definitely Fangio. Yeah. I mean, Vance Joseph, he didn't offer us much in the way of different packages of defence last year. So he basically mm. showed people what we were doing before we did it. And Fangio uses so many different packages that Hopefully you can hide a few schemes and stuff. Definitely. I mean, the things he did, you saw there were so many times last season that you saw the things he was able to do with Hicks and Cleo Mack that were just game changer. I think it was, I can't remember which game it was. It might have been the Lions game where he 
they were all they were doing was just running away from Mac, and he he was able to adjust Hicks's alignment to force them most times to just cut back into where Mac was. And the things he was able to do with Zolden Smith and Justin Smith, if you can get that kind of production out of Bradley Chubb and, and Von Miller with their play and ever on the same side, then it's going to be scary for offensive lines. Yeah, and then hopefully they can give Flacco a chance to pass it four or five yards a time and, and get to a midfield goal. No, I'm joking, I'm joking. Obviously, we want more. <laughs> I'm not sure I've ever seen Flacco just pass four or five yards. <laughs> it's, it's 50 or nothing. Well, Cortland Sutton can maybe grab one of those. I don't know. No, yeah, we've we've digressed. We've digressed. So, Jacob, we are a fantasy football podcast. Let's talk some fantasy. Do you play? And if you do, how do your season go? I do play. Uh, last season, not so great. It was the fifth year of my league with some friends I played with at uni, and last year was probably the worst season I've had so far. The previous four years. I think I'd made the final every year and I had won twice and lost twice. And then last year, I didn't even make the playoffs for the first time. So I was very uh, upset about that. But I think, you know, it's going to be some, a chance for a bounce back year. It'll, making the playoffs this time will, will mean more after missing last year. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I'm in the hunt this time for some rings because I did pretty poorly last year. So. <laughs> Well, Paul's, Paul's harsh. I, I just wasn't as good as I should have been. But we won't dive into that. You just didn't get much hardware. Your good seasons, your process was right. Oh yeah, you my, just, you I just, just fell apart in the final two weeks. Yeah, my players took the wrong week off. Yeah, the week before, and I'd have been golden, but that wasn't the way it was. It you're, went you're, down. you're basically your teams were like Drew Brees, unbelievable pace to start. The arm just died at the end. That's Drew Brees is getting old and is not going to be as good this season. Do not compare my teams to Drew Brees. <laughs> It's like an MVP level candidate. Cheers for the compliment. No, no. Oh, you saw right through the backhand. The yes, compliment. Yes, Fair sir. enough. <laughs> Get out of here with that rubbish. Uh, so, Jacob, what's your usual fantasy strategy? Is it just the one league you play in, and do you do you tend to change your strategy, or do you just do the same thing every year? So, last year was the first year I played in multiple leagues seriously. So there was also a, a, a work league, and I almost kind of regret it because. If I, I did deploy different strategies, which then kind of meant twice as much research each week, which I think was where I kind of fell apart, because then if I didn't have the time, I ended up doing kind of half research for each one and rushing it. The, the, draft, research, the draft strategy for me is normally about depth. So working out which position I can get uh, an impact player at late on and therefore have to go with the other one early on so last season I thought there was some really good running back depth and therefore I went running back receiver receiver because I think for me for I finding consistent receiver play once you get past the standard top guys I think can be a lot harder sometimes for you to get a consistent running back all he has to be is you know the guy on that team and he'll get the ball 20 times a game but like we said earlier playing receiver so much has to go right for you to get the ball that I can find it hard to sometimes you find those number two, number three guys that can be consistent. So, you know, if you can get two early guys that you know are going to be the guys on their team, I think last year I got Keenan Allen and Mike Evans, which are two guys you just know week in, week out are going to perform. And I think it's a bit easier to build around that running back wise. And also you find more running backs I think in free agency that can become that kind of bell cow back just by virtue of injuries so someone like 
Gus Edwards last year, who you could pick him up in free agency at once Alex Collins got injured. And he's immediately some guy in a run-heavy offense that's going to get the ball a lot and get the ball on the goal line, probably more importantly, which is probably harder for you to find that at receiver, I think. Yeah, I completely agree. It's a decent strategy to have. So is there anything you're going to change for this year's strategy than you did last year? I think putting in kind of similar strategies if I have multiple teams will be key, which means I can kind of do the research once and apply it to to both teams. The obvious issue there is that if you do it wrong once, you've done it wrong everywhere. But I think times I just I, I have a tendency, I'm a bit of a hoarder. So I'll have a player who I sometimes don't ever even play, but I just think, oh, as soon as I cut him, he's going to have a big week and someone else is going to pick him up. I think I need to be a bit more ruthless with when I, when it comes to cutting underperforming players. Yeah, yeah I think, yeah, yeah I do that too. Right, they're hot. That's, <laughs> just forget the, have no loyalty to these people if you're not playing. <laughs> yeah, it's a business. Yeah, it's a business. I've got to understand that. Yeah, that's it. Like my boy Murph. He treats it as a business 100. He's got no loyalty to anyone. And the guy got championships last year. So we're all about those guys. I famously said on a podcast I would trade my mother if it was uh, going to help me win a league. Hey, look, listen, I heard how you answered She's not getting the ball. I called your mother earlier, and I would know you'd trade her in a heartbeat. <laughs> doesn't listen, it's fine. <laughs> hey, Mrs. Murphy. Um, anyway, so let's hit some stadium talk. 31 stadiums, 84 days. Where does it begin and when is your first flight? So I fly out there on the 2nd of September into Chicago for opening night, which is on the Thursday. I get there on the Monday, so I've got a couple of days to get over jet lag and have a look around Chicago. And then it starts Packers-Bears Thursday night, opening night. I think that's the, that's the best way to, to start, really. I think old, oldest rivalry, and I think it's going to be a closer game. You know, I think at the moment, the Bears look kind of heavy favourites, but I think it's gonna it's gonna move closer closer towards the Packers as we get closer towards the game, really. Yeah, for sure. So you're doing three games in week one. Yeah, three games in most weeks. Um, to be fair, it's the way I had to organise it was to do it as quickly as possible. I had to do every Thursday and Monday, and then there was some Mondays where there's repeats. So, for example, the Jets have two Monday games. I can't remember which weeks it is. So I'm not doing. I'm not doing the first Monday game they've got, um, which gives me some... It basically means I can like stay in Florida and do the three Florida teams in one go, and it doesn't take me any longer because I'd just be going to the Jets again. So the, games, the, the weeks where I'm doing two games is just because there's repeated Monday games, and then I was trying to work out then which Sunday games got me from the Thursday to the Monday kind of somewhere along the way which sometimes worked really well, like staying in Florida. So I'll go like um, Miami, Jacksonville, then Tampa. But then there's some other times where I'm going like Tennessee, then Oakland, then like back to like Houston or something like that, where I'm just going back and forth really, which is not ideal. At the end of this trip, are you going to end up with like enough uh, airline points to go on holiday for like a month? I was just going to ask that. Yeah, I expect to be able to buy a plane for the amount of airline miles I'm going to have by the end of it. I'd like my own one, really. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not sure. If, I hope so. But then I probably won't, I won't, wouldn't be able to afford to actually go on a holiday anyway then after that. So I might have to save, save them. 
Have you booked your flight home? Because if not, maybe you can use the points for that. <laughs> That's true. I haven't booked my flight home. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> maybe I'll do that one last. Yeah, catch in some points and and do that, or just stay uh, just stay away and go somewhere else from there. If you think, because uh, what's the last game you're going to? What is uh, stadium? What is game thirty two for you? It is Saints at Falcons uh, Thursday night Thanksgiving game. Oh, perfect! So you can get away Thanksgiving or just after that, and you can go there's some nice places you can go to. You can go to Mexico, Cancun, be good. That's that time of year; it'll still be warm. Yes, true. So you could use your free air miles. There you go. I'm just pumping your ideas here. <laughs> Try to extend the trip a few days. Have a bit of R and R. Go into a nice little hotel. Grab some beers. Be you on the beach. I'm going to need to sleep for a, a solid four or five days. I think when I'm finished. <laughs> You'll never want to get on the plane again. No, <laughs> no, no, not at all. Probably won't even want to watch a game of NFL by the end of the trip. <laughs> Look, that's not a true statement. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> you on a plane because you've got a bazillion air mile points. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what's what logistically? What's the hardest thing you've had to plan? So planning the actual route was was fairly tough logistically. The schedule came out at like I think it was like one a.m. on a Thursday, and I stayed up to like five trying to get the route set, and I kept changing my mind so many times. But once it was set, it was almost just trying to match up getting from one place to another so i knew all the dates so like because there's certain things i wanted to book early so like it was like uh the, the patriots stadium i knew i needed to book early because it's like in the middle of nowhere with very few hotels around it but i needed to know then what date i would be arriving in new england and therefore leaving new england so it got all a bit crazy and then the other thing is probably so i've got people that are coming out for like a week here and there so like my dad's coming out for a week uh, my mum's coming out for a week. I've got friends coming out for like the final 10 days. So bits like that. Well, that's great. And I would, it will be much better having someone with me for some of it. It's kind of, it slows, slows down your planning, trying to book it for multiple people and making sure, you know, everybody's committed before you book stuff, etc. But it also massively helps because say suddenly accommodations my biggest cost but i'm suddenly splitting a room instead of having one to myself it becomes so much better cost wise for me yeah totally that makes sense have you um i just thought of this if you are you going to be vlogging this are you going to be capturing this in some way that we can uh track the journey and read out sort of bits and pieces on the pod as you're going around yeah absolutely so i'm going to try and get like a fair bit of video content like you say kind of vlogs video diaries um, for as much of it as possible, so like a lot of it, kind of football related, from tailgates to I try to get some like interviews with some cool people at certain places, and then also just kind of of my travels, and I'll probably try and write some stuff as well, maybe like a bit more in depth than just like a, a you know a couple minute video. Um, so there definitely will be stuff out there that I will be posting on on my Twitter and. And I'll probably maybe start a YouTube just to, to house all the videos. So, yeah, there will be stuff uh, um, definitely out there for people who want to kind of follow along and, and see what I've been up to. Nice. Well, maybe when you're in one of the stadiums before the game or something, we'll give you a quick phone call and we can have a little chat about where you are and how it's going and, and get you on a 500 
Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, definitely. Or maybe like a, a tailgate or something. See if we can get get some uh, get some fans to give you some predi- predictions or something. Love that. Yep. Yeah, that's that's. We'll do something like that. We'll sort that out near the time. Murph, book that in. Yeah. Done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, have you secured tickets for the games yet? Are there still a couple of games you've not managed to get tickets for yet, or uh, all of them? I haven't done yet. <laughs> funnily enough, um, so there's some. Well. That's not true, actually. So some teams are I've spoken to, like uh, the Jags, have said that I could that they're gonna they're willing to give me tickets, which was really really kind of them. And there's talk of some extra stuff that they might do for me, like sideline passes, uh, anything like that, which would be really cool. And then because um, one thing I read on the blog of the girl who broke the previous world record was that so once you uh, in order to break the world record, you need to get somebody from the organization at the start of the game and at the end of the game to basically verify you were there because you have to be there for the entire game. So um, what she said was once she wrote to each organization to you know, get somebody who would agree to do that, a lot of them replied saying, oh, you can have tickets or you can have press passes, etc." cetera. So, so hopefully some of the more people are going to do that. If any teams are listening, please help me out. <laughs> but at the moment, I'm waiting for Guinness World Records to get back to me. So I, I obviously, I know my route is quick enough to break the world record. I've applied to them, but it takes 12 weeks for them to get back to you. Um, at the moment, we are on week eight of that. So hopefully, this time next month, I will know for sure kind of what their rules are, whether they accept the attempt. I know some some records, you have to beat them by like a certain amount. So Hopefully this is, is good enough. I mean, I'm going to do it regardless. It's just, you know, whether they come back and say, yeah, it's going to be a legit record or not. So I'm waiting for a little bit on things like that. And then hopefully I'm also going to be partnering with a company, hopefully who will get me some tickets while I do some work with them, um, possibly with like some video diary or some writing stuff. That's so good. That's incredible. It's such a fun uh, way of doing it and and seeing yeah, great parts of America. Some of these uh, stadiums are in iconic cities to to go and see uh, the the vibe and the, the challenges. Atlanta is actually one of my favorite cities in the world. Um, oh, really? I think you'll really enjoy Atlanta. It's just such a diverse place. Thanksgiving as well. Yeah, oh, amazing. Every street just seems to have something very different going on. Um, okay. I was really partial to Atlanta when I, I I've been there a couple of times and. I really enjoyed it. So I think that's one that you probably don't have very high on your list right now um, because it's not the New York or Miami in terms of the glitz, the glamour, but actually you'll be pleasantly surprised at how much fun there is to be had there. Yeah, I think there was a, there was a similar one to like, there was a city, a city like Charlotte. I'd never really thought, oh yeah, I can't wait to go there or I was really excited about it. And I started doing some research. It looked like a really, really cool city. And now I'm like really excited to go there and, I put something out asking for tips and there was um, a kind of Panthers UK fan club who said they go every year and they gave me loads and loads of tips and they've actually got me in touch with a Panthers fan club out there who run like their own members only tailgates and they have like food and drinks and DJs and it's like an exclusive one for like, I think they run it for like a thousand people every single game and they managed to get me in touch with those. So I'm going to be going to that. And now that's like one where now I'm like, really really excited to go to because that's going to be like a really cool opportunity and kind of get to see how they actually experience game day and like you say it's not a city that are on 
face value i was like really excited or wasn't that high up my list but now it's shot up there just because you know the people seem like really really nice and it looks like a really really good city and i can tell i'm gonna have a really good time there just because of what i'm gonna get to do i can't believe i did not think of this idea five years ago (laughs) this sounds like there's still time i don't go till september that's true this sounds like the greatest thing anybody could do nfl wise so let's bring it back to the real world a little bit then just to make you feel a little bit better stocks (laughs) and how have you been able to do this like getting the time off work and your job keeping you you know they're keeping your job open for you have you had to quit your job to do this or well so i i i will have my job when i come back thankfully um but obviously i didn't know that kind of when i decided to do this so um I know it'd be tough to kind of go in there and just ask for three months off because I don't get three months worth of holiday. <laughs> so um, I was I was basically willing to quit my job if I needed to. I kind of went in there and said, like, this is something I really want to go and do. Um, like, if I have to have my notice, I, 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 you know, obviously my preference would be for my job to be here when I come back. But I absolutely understand if that's not the case. And if I have to have my notice in, then that you know that's okay and, and and I will do it I'm sure I'll find another job at some point um but luckily they said it was their preference for me to have my job when I come back as well so luckily I'm just getting to take a sabbatical so it's just going to go through as, as as unpaid leave and I will still keep my job so it all kind of worked out really well and um yeah thankfully they were really really good about it well that's wicked that's good and then not every employer would have uh, backed this idea in terms of the, the trip there, you've talked about uh, you still need uh, to buy the tickets and there's still some elements of it, but what, what elements of the trip still need planning and then how can Rush Nation help in terms of recommendations in some of the cities that you're visiting? Yeah, so I think I've, I would say in terms of kind of travel and accommodation, I think I've, I've booked about, I'd say just over a third of it. So I've still got a fair way to go, but I'm just trying to do like bits here and there every day. You know, like how it is when you kind of plan a holiday, you kind of do research for where you're going to be each place. That becomes enormous when you're going to 32 places. Um, but recommendations, any anything from places to get food, areas to, to stay in, or maybe more importantly, areas to avoid, because some of these cities, you know, you do some research and you have no idea when you're going somewhere whether it's like, a, oh, yeah, just stay near the stadium and you can walk to it. But then there's other places where I, there's no way I'd want to stay near a state. You know, I'm, a, I'm an Aston Villa fan, and as much as I love the club, I wouldn't want to stay in Aston and walk to that stadium. So there's you never know until you go to places. So things like that are really, really helpful. And just if anybody knows anybody out there that will be doing things like tailgates that I could go join, the guys in Charlotte, like I said, were super helpful getting me in touch with people who run tailgates. People have got tips from places they've been or people they know, then anything like that is really, really helpful so that when I get places, I kind of have an idea of, uh, you know, I want to find things for myself, but at the same time, if I know so if I know something's going to be great, it'd be great to know that now and not find that out maybe halfway through the day when I've missed some of it. Yeah, I um I think I've sent you some ideas about DC, but um I know a couple of like super fans over there, uh, one with the Buckaholics and uh, one with the Cowboys. So I'm going to okay. put you in touch with them uh, off air, and um, great. they know lots of other the supporter groups because they're in like the like the Fan Hall of Fame, or I, I'm not sure if it's the Fan Hall of right. Fame, or it's like a, a super fan group. So they'll have members of like each team in there that they're really close to. 
um, and they'll be able to put you in touch with some proper fans and they'll be able to really help you out with tailgates and, and things like that. So just um, if I forget to do it today, tomorrow, just hit me up in a couple of days and I'll make sure to yeah. send some introductions across to, to those people because I think they're massively helping your journey. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah, that's that's exactly the kind of thing that would be really, really helpful to me because the, the idea of doing this trip was to see how every team's kind of big fans, how they experience game day. So, and the, the best way to do that is to go experience it with them. So that's 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 exactly what I'm after there. That's, that's really helpful. Wicked, no problem. And, and Rush Nation as well. You know, if you've got any recommendations for Jacob whatsoever, at him on Twitter, you'll get his handle at the end and at us if you can't remember his handle and we'll pass it on. And it'll be in the show notes as well, so... Yeah, and if anybody is going to a game out there, obviously as those are everybody who listens to you guys will be a fan. No doubt some of you will be embarking on your own kind of little holidays out there to watch a game. And if you notice that your game coincides with mine, then hit me up and we can, you know, you can we can have, go for a drink or you know, it'd be just good to see some other English fans as well out there for a tailgate. So which stadiums are you most looking forward to going to and, and in turn I guess which games are you looking forward to the most? stadiums yeah stadiums is tough like i said kind of my list got really long so but i'm really looking forward to to kind of the older ones like i said arrowhead is one that's always been on my list it looks just the atmosphere looks incredible and i've heard from people that have been that it is ridiculous and same with lambo that's kind of so iconic when you kind of think of think of the nfl that that's one i'm really looking forward to but i'm also really interested to see how these newer stadiums compare so things like we said that the Atlanta Falcon Stadium, which I've heard is incredible, and the the new Viking Stadium, It'd be really interesting to see the difference between a stadium like that and then a stadium like Lambeau. And I'm probably just as excited to see either one, but it would be really interesting to see kind of what the difference is, or whether there's one I prefer. But those ones are, I'm really looking forward to. And then games, games is tough because there's a lot of good ones on there. Opening night, no doubt, I think will be great if not just for it being a good game, but I think the build-up to that with it being opening night, I think will be really, really exciting. The final game, Saints-Falcons, just is another one, I think, on paper and with the build-up with it being the late Thanksgiving game. So someone said to me, oh, it's that, that's the late one. They was like, yeah, there'll be people there from from midday watching watching the earlier ones tailgating in the park. So that, that'll be a good one if I can still see by 8 o'clock if I've been tailgating since midday. <laughs> and then... Patriots-Eagles. Patriots at Eagles, I think, is going to be a great one. I think the Eagles, for me, they've got... This is probably the... It is the hardest game on their schedule because they've got quite an easy schedule this year, but I think they are going to be better. And having been to Philly before, but not for NFL, but I've been to like a Sixers game before and I can I can tell how their fans are going to be, especially given that they just beat them in the Super Bowl a couple of years back. I can imagine they're going to be trying to lord it over them as much as possible. Oh, that... I, I mean, I've only been to the old vet. I've not been to uh, the new stadium there. But uh, Philly fans are some of the most passionate, most dedicated fans out there. Yeah. You're not going to struggle for atmosphere up there, I'll tell you that for free. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't think so either. I think, yeah, that's, that's going to be a good one. I can tell. Yeah, for sure. All right, I guess my last, well, our last question, Jacob, is Is there, who's the player you're most excited to see live as opposed to that? That's, that's a very, very good question. I, I'm I'm a very very big fan of Christian McCaffrey. I, I love McCaffrey as a, as a player. I think the way he's developed from 
entering the league and a lot of people saying he can't be in every down back. And you look at last season and he was on the field more than any other running back. It was something like 94% of his offensive snaps, which the next best was someone like Zeke, who was low 80s. So I think someone who has not only developed into an every down back, but even more so in the way compared to everybody else. And then you saw those pictures of him uh, at OTAs and he looks like he's put on as well, a good 10, 20 pounds. I'm excited to see him in person. And then in that Niners cards game that I've got, it's going to be really, really fun to watch Kyler go up against like Nick Bosa, the one and two picks and see if Bosa can get to him. That's going to be a, a really fun matchup, I think, as well. Yeah, awesome. Well, look, it's been uh, been an absolute pleasure having you on. Glad you picked CMC because, you know, you didn't have to go all the way and go and watch 84 games to go and watch it, or 32 games to go and watch him in 84 days because he's coming here to London. So we will get to watch him <laughs> here. So, but I totally get what you mean. But look, it's been a pleasure having you on. Why don't you tell everyone in Rush Nation who aren't already following you where they can find you, how they can get in touch with you uh, in terms of, uh, maybe with some ideas or just to wish you luck or eventually when you launch your GoFundMe page, if you do that, how they can uh, just throw a couple of quid in there for you. Yeah, so my Twitter is at JBBFootball. Anything on there, yeah, whether you just want to send a tweet at me or a DM to me. Um, if When I set up my GoFundMe, that will be posted on there. Pretty much everything will go through that page. So whether I have blog pieces as well, I'm looking at setting up a kind of separate website to house things like blog pieces, but everything would be posted on that Twitter. So if you ever want to get in touch or you know anybody or have tips, like we've said, then at JBB Football is the easiest way to get in touch with me. Wicked. Well, look, we're going to have to uh, get you on when you're out there. We'll find a tailgate you're at and uh, get you to, to come with us, bring some fans on and just uh, ask some questions, predictions and make a bit of noise and we'll put a bit of a special out there and then we'll have to catch up with you more importantly when you're back and you can share with us some of the unique uh, experiences that you've gone through and tell these NFL fans who haven't had the opportunity to go stateside why they should go out there. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I'm going to try and see if we can uh, put up kind of like a, the, the top five stadiums that I visited that I'd recommend to other people and hopefully then have a load of tips for people that are going to go. So absolutely, we'll definitely find some time while I'm out there as well to catch up. And like I say, if it's from a tailgate or in the stadium and anything uh, like that, I'll see if maybe I can get some a video, some videos for you, get some people sh- uh, shouting your name. Awesome. Immense. Well, look, Jacob, you're going to, uh, 84 days, I don't imagine you're going to be doing too much laundry out there. So we'll hook you up with a five-yard rush t-shirt so you can uh, have one more garment to wear when you're out there. How's that sound? Yeah, that sounds great. Thank you very much, guys. You're welcome. Thanks so much for coming on, buddy, and we'll talk soon. No worries. Thanks for having me. Really enjoyed it. Cheers, guys. Cheers, Jacob. Cheers, man. Thanks a lot, mate. Well worth. That was uh, fire as always. And Rush Nation, seriously, though, if you do have any ideas or recommendations about City, Jacob can go to, then uh, just let him know at the Twitter handle just mentioned. But Murph, until tomorrow. See you tomorrow. And Rush Nation, don't forget, keep rushing.
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.